I want it to be your real estate resource. Your real estate resource, a show dedicated solely to the subject of real estate. I'm Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty. I've been managing and selling uh, real estate for over a decade now, and uh, I'm fortunate enough to have with me today a guest in the insurance industry. We're always trying to bring the best and the brightest from our local environment um, so they can answer questions honestly about the subject of real estate. So today I've got Jack Dowd from the Dowd Agencies. Welcome, Jack. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. You bet. So Jack is a graduate of St. Michael's College. He's a licensed property casualty insurance agent, and he's fifth generation at the Dowd Agencies. That's amazing. Five generations, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we, we might just need to start talking about that. I mean, that that's crazy. Uh, you know, most businesses, you know, built by a generation, second generation maybe runs it into the ground, and by the third, it's gone. So let's just talk a little bit about fifth generation and what you guys have been able to accomplish. Yeah, you know, knock on wood, so far so good. But um, it's uh, it's been an unreal experience working with my dad, and uh, and you know, he started off, and his father was in the business before him, obviously, and. And, you know, he unfortunately passed away when my dad was only 16, but my dad took the lessons that he learned from his dad and was able to really use those to, to, to take this business to the next level. And, you know, the past 20, 20 years, this leadership team that we have has done so much for us. We've branched to five locations throughout Western Mass. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing better than we ever have been. So all is, all is well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been working with you for a couple of years and <clears throat> I can tell you're trying to take it to the next level as well. You know? Absolutely. You're not yeah. happy with where you guys are at, always trying to be progressive mm -hmm. and, and uh, see how far you can take this business. So Yeah. Yeah. Dave, uh, Dave Griffin Jr. Um, is just promoted to vice president, but you know, he and I have some good ideas for the future and, and we certainly are not content with uh with where we're at and we want to keep expanding and that's why we team up with a guy like yourself that yeah. has the same mindset so yeah love it love yeah it. i mean that, and that's part of what we're trying to do on this show is bring the local talent but bring people that are trying to push the envelope that are trying to take it to the next level that are happy to just give away some content for free right educate sure. the people out there uh if you're an educator uh, those people are going to come back when when the times are tough or when they need you and, and ask those questions because they know you're a resource that's what we're trying to be absolutely absolutely so, and that's you ready for these hard-hitting questions? Let's do it. Let's, let's talk do some it. insurance. All right, let's do it. So, you know, it, it's cold. Uh, pipe burst, ice dams, water damage, all covered on my homeowner's policy or what? So the answer to that is is yes, but with a caveat. Okay. Uh, and you might going to hear that a lot with the, uh, with the insurance talk here. But, sure. So um, the deal is, you know, with a pipe burst, an ice dam, you're going to going to have coverage for that, but they're going to want to make sure that you've properly maintained heat in your home. Okay. So say you have a seasonal property, say you, you go down to Florida for the winter time. Um, you know, while you're down there, you want to make sure that you have your heat up here maintained to a level that is not going to freeze. So sure. you don't want to, you don't want to be in a situation where obviously, you know, you have a house up here and it's freezing cold and it's the temperature inside that it is outside because then you're at risk of a pipe burst the insurance company's going to look at that and say that's a little bit of negligence in your part um you know we're not going to cover that so as long as you maintain your uh your end of the bargain they'll they'll happily cover the claim there okay yeah so don't uh shut off the heat to save a couple of bucks and head down to florida because then it could be in some trouble right yeah. exactly exactly okay. um 
why is the insurance company requiring me to, to cover my house for more than I paid for it? You know, that, that seems to come up all the time. We get that a lot, yeah. Uh, right? I, I, I get a, I'm buying a $200,000 house. You want me to insure it for three and a quarter? Right. What's yeah. The, what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> so, so for this one, Steve, I want you to imagine you know, the worst case scenario. Okay. Your house burns to the ground. Okay. All right? Your house, you're sitting there. Your house is in shambles. You have debris fields where your home used to be. It's heartbreaking. It's yep. horrible for anyone to go through. But you're in that situation. This is life. And it's my job to, to think of the worst thing that could ever possibly happen and, and, and help you avoid that and, or at least make the situation the best I possibly can. So in sure. that situation, you're in this debris field. You have everything is just flying around everywhere. You need, what do you need? You need debris removal to pick up all the debris. Uh, you need uh, somebody to come and they need to rebuild the property. So uh, that's cost of labor, that's cost of materials. And these things will often add up to more, at least in this area, than the house is worth if you just bought it. Sure. Does that make sense? Yep, so I'm, I'm insuring for the house, plus all these extras. Right? Well, you're insuring you're for the house. You're put me up house. with somewhere to, to live. Right? right, well that's that's a side deal, but you, you also, you know, you have to pay for the cost of labor, cost of materials. Yep. Um, and, you know, depending on where you live, I mean, if, if you're living, say, in, in Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, you know, the, the zip code that you're in is going to be pretty, you know, expensive. Sure. So your home might not be worth the same amount that, uh, that the reconstruction is. Sure. So, so there so could it, be a difference between the market value and the reconstruction value. Basically. Sure, yeah. sure, depending on where you are. Absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. So let's say that scenario does happen house burns down to the ground and I don't want to rebuild it. Can I just have you guys cut me a check and I go on vacation? Yeah, you know, uh with the uh with the gray-haired group that we talked to, we uh we certainly we certainly get that one a lot. And uh and the answer is is yes. Um if you decide that you know what? I I'm done. I'm out of this cold. Um I want to go down to Florida full time. Uh, they'll cut you a check for actual cash value, so less depreciate less depreciation. Okay. Um, and you'll be able to have that as opposed to the full reconstruction cost. Once you rebuild and replace the building, you would get a check for the full reconstruction cost. But if you're just going to take the money and run, you would just get the actual cash value. Okay. So, and, and typically, if I remember correctly, that's 80 percent. Roughly, yeah. Okay. Roughly. Roughly. Yeah. So you're gonna lose twenty percent if you take the the, the the cash and run with it. Right. Yeah, Roughly. exactly. They want to they want to incentivize you to, to rebuild. To rebuild it. Okay. All right. Uh, what about the deductible question, right? There's all 500, 1,000, 15, 25, 5,000. I don't even know how many different deductible options there are. Which one should the average homeowner choose? So ideally, you would want to insure to the best premium price point for the deductible that you can afford. And now what I mean by that is... Uh, you got to evaluate it. You know, if you're looking at this and I'm only going to save $100, $200 a year by increasing my deductible to $2,500, but $2,500 is not an amount that I would have as cash on hand at any given time, then it doesn't really make sense. You know, you want to really look at it and say, what is the most I can afford should the worst thing happen? And you want to do it that way. Sure. So actually in my past life, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, I was actually an insurance adjuster. That's right. right? Yes. The dreaded so, insurance adjuster. <clears throat> yes. The dream job. <laughs>
Um, very grateful for that first job that I had. I, I learned plenty of lessons and Absolutely. made some good money doing it. Um, My brother does that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually <laughs> gave me a nice precursor for getting into real estate because I can talk a lot about the, the, the repairs that are necessary and stuff like that. But you know, one of the questions um, that I, I think people should be aware about is: let's say you've got three thousand dollars worth of damage, and you've got a twenty-five hundred dollar deductible. I feel like I'd see this a lot. Should I put in a claim? Is it going to hurt me in, in, in the long run? Is my premium going to go up? How, how does all that work? The answer really is no. I yeah. mean, if you're if you have a twenty five hundred dollar deductible and you're only going to get an additional five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, yeah. You know, you're going to save that over time by not filing the claim on your premium. Okay. So, so my premium, I filed that claim. I'm mm -hmm. going to get my five hundred bucks. Right. Right. I'm going to use it to, to towards the repairs, but my premium's going up the next year. Sure. Yeah. 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 And you don't want to be in that situation. So again, this kind of comes back to making sure that you're using your deductible properly. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're insuring for deductible that you can afford. Okay. I mean, is there, is there kind of a number that you would say at this point, is it, you know, if it's twice as much as my deductible, I should probably file the claim. So I got a $2,500 deductible, but I got 5,000 worth of damage. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that makes so sense. Twice yeah. as much. Okay. And uh, what what about like I don't know how much damage I have, right? So I got a twenty five hundred dollar deductible. Tree falls and hits my house. I don't really know what kind of damage I got. It might be fifteen thousand. It might be four thousand. So just by calling my agent and and you know, am I gonna get a strike against me for doing that? No, no, no. Okay. So you any any kind of claim that you ever have, you have a duty to notify the company. That's your first duty as an insured. You have a duty to notify. So you notify them, and they will provide an assessment of the loss, and they'll tell you what it's going to cost. And um, once you get that bill, you can decide for yourself, is this something I can handle myself, or is this something I want to have the insurance company handle? Okay. So free assessment. Sure. For all yes. kinds of purposes. Yes. Okay. Um, what about I'm doing business out of my house? Does my homeowner's policy cover that, or do I need separate coverage for business? Like, how does that work? So... The answer to this one is maybe, maybe not. Okay. All right. So your standard insurance policy, your homeowner's policy is going to exclude any kind of business use. If you own and operate a business out of your home, they generally do not like that. However, depending on the type of business that you're working with, they will allow an endorsement to override that. Okay. So uh, some companies like CPAs, some companies like real estate brokers, some companies uh, are okay with uh, an art studio in your home okay but you definitely um want to call your agent you want to call your agent you want to confirm that you are with the right company that's going to allow you to do that um, and make them aware of it because like i said the standard policy does exclude it it's relatively inexpensive to purchase an endorsement that would override that but you want to just make sure you're talking to your agent your agent's your friend yep get the information then make your decision definitely all right, let's try and get one more question before we got to get to the break here. Um, I'm traveling. All my luggage gets stolen. Does that have to do with my homeowner's policy? What is, you know, am I covered there? How does that work? So your homeowner's policy provides a lot of broad coverage in certain areas, and this is absolutely one of them. Okay. So your homeowner's policy will cover you and your contents uh, off-premises for 10% of the content limit. Okay. okay, so I mean, generally people aren't traveling with any more than 10% of their content limit, but um, but you do have coverage for that, and a lot of companies actually it's more than 10%, um, but the baseline is 10. Uh, things, however, like jewelry, uh, fine arts, firearms, things of that nature, 
uh, those are subject to a sublimit. Okay. And there will be a maximum amount you can have for that before they require you to have an endorsement and insure it properly. So if you do have any fancy jewelry that you're carrying with you, um, you know, you do want to have a jewelry endorsement in your policy to make sure that that's covered properly because that's not subject to a content limit. Okay. That makes sense. Well, listen, um, quite a few questions that we already got through. If people have additional questions or the follow-up questions, something they might have heard the, us discussing, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys? So our website, www.dowd.com. Uh, you can always find us there. You can reach me, just my name, Jack Dowd at Dowd.com, and my uh, my cell phone, 413-636-7806. That's 413-636-7806. I'm available there anytime. Beautiful. Guys, if you have any real estate-related questions, maybe you're thinking about getting into the business, you need help buying or selling, um, please feel free to reach out to me and my team. That's 413-998-7466. 413-998-7466. Um, we're going to head to the, a quick break here. Uh, stick with us. We'll be back here with Jack Dowd from the Dowd Ins uh, Insurance Agencies. I'm Steve Ravithis, and this is your Real Estate Research. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homebuyers. 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. We wanna help you find your dream home and help you navigate the home buying process. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we wanna be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we wanna be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466 and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty and uh, in studio today with us is Jack Dowd from the Dowd Agencies. Welcome back, man. Thanks, buddy. We're ready to get back at this? I'm ready. Let's do it. I got a laundry list here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get after it. You know... Um, I kind of want to just start with the the agency itself, right? Sure. So I know you guys are the top uh, local independent agency. So I know you've got access to a lot of different insurance companies. How does that benefit the average person looking to get a, a homeowner's insurance quote? So what I want you to think of is I want you to think of a, a price line or a hot wire. You know how you, you, you go to that website and then it filters through 
Delta, United, American, all the airlines for you. Yep. That's really what we're doing here with your insurance. We're filtering through all different insurance companies to see who has the best rate for you. Okay. And uh, and these companies are all A-rated companies. They're all financially stable. They have great reputations for paying claims. And uh, and we wouldn't partner with them if they didn't. Okay. Um, so in addition to that, you know, you have your in-house registry service that we offer. So you don't have to wait in line at the registry. We have that for you. Okay. Uh, if you ever did have a claim, you have an in-house claim adjuster that would be working on your team as okay. opposed to, say, with a, at a Geico or a Progressive, you're calling that 1-800 number directly for the claim, and you can't call us directly, and we can't go through the company directly because what we like to do is we like to have um, really another person on your side. I mean, think about if you're talking to a police officer without a lawyer present, you know, you're... Yep. You're exposing yourself sure. for potentially saying something that could deny a claim. Right. Um, you don't want to do that unknowingly. So, you know, we, you speak with us, we speak with you, we get the facts straight, and we present the facts to the insurance company for you in a professional way. Sure. And uh, that just increases your chance of getting the claim covered. Okay. So an advocate, basically. I mean, you're working on, you know, with me to make sure that if there's coverage possible here, we're going to get you coverage. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right, so we filter it through all these different insurance companies out there where somebody else might only have access to one or two insurance companies. So you're going to go and try and find me the best, you know, possible premium. Ballpark, I mean, you know, our average sale price around here about 200000 You know, what mm -hmm. are we probably talking premium-wise for the average person, you know, looking to get homeowner's insurance? And I know, and I know it's tough and there's a lot of factors. There's but... a lot of factors involved. Um, you know, loss experience obviously would vary by person. Sure. But, um, but... You know, for the most part, you're looking at you know between for a two hundred thousand dollar home you buy for, I mean anywhere between four hundred and eight hundred dollars. I mean, okay. it's, it's really not that expensive, um, but you know, and obviously you can work that into your bank and you can pay it through your mortgage and there's a lot of different ways to do it. Sure. Now, you know, we talked about the house coverage and mm -hmm. why you might have to spend more. Uh, or, or cover more than the house is actually worth. What about uh, additional structures, right? So my shed gets hit uh, from a tree in my in my yard. Is that covered, or is it only stuff to do with the house itself? So the built-in limit is 10% of coverage A, which is your dwelling, your home, the okay. main structure. Uh, coverage B would be the other structure that would be 10% of coverage A. So okay. your other structures, your garages, your sheds, um, it's built in 10%. If it's more than that, uh, that's certainly a conversation you want to have with your agent. So and, I, I got a big barn on my property. Right. It's, it's yeah, worth, exactly. You know, almost as much as the house itself. Then mm -hmm. we've got to make sure that that additional structures is okay. You got it. What about uh, personal property? I mean, do I tell you, hey, you know, when I buy the house, I'm also going to put $50,000 worth of furniture and clothes and all that? Definitely. Definitely. You want to, and, you know, I mean, I'm not even, <laughs> I don't do this myself. I yeah. probably should, but you do want to. You do want to know exactly how much is, is in there at all times, and you want to make sure the limit that you have is correct. Yeah. Um, just because, obviously, the worst case scenario happens, you want to be reimbursed for the personal property that you insured. Sure. So just every few years, having a running tally of what you have in the house, what the appropriate limit should be, um, and insuring that properly, definitely something you want to do. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things that used to come up a lot, and it's even come up a couple of times with some real estate transactions, is you buy the house, 
and the neighbor next door has got a tree that's hanging over. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's his tree, but the <laughs> damn thing is hanging over the, the property, and he's not doing anything about it, right? So, you know, that tree falls and hits my house. What happens? Who's, who's responsible? Whose insurance is, is picking all this up? Well, it's your house. So, okay. so you're going to have to deal with it with your insurance company. However, if that tree was on his property, yep. then you can subrogate against his insurance company. So I can go after him, basically, or my right. insurance company you does know, the, that for me. The, you obviously don't want to to make an enemy of your neighbor. So you know, the, this the conversation you want to have is: Listen, I'm not going after you. I'm going after your insurance company. Yep. All right. Here's the here's the damage. You knew this this tree was hanging over for a while. Like, yeah. You know, maybe we should have done something about this beforehand. Let's just go through the insurance companies and get this resolved. Um, but you know, if you want to prevent that conversation from having in the first place, if you see something like that, if you see a tree that's just dangling over mm -hmm. your shed or your garage, and you want to get that taken care of, it's definitely a conversation you should have with your neighbor. Okay. Let's say I, I buy a house and I'm clumsy as they come, right? And I break a pipe and I got water damage, or I leave the you know, cooktop on and I burn my house down, you know, so it's actually my fault. It's, mm -hmm. it's clearly my, am I still covered or is this, you know, is it accidents only? How does that work? Yeah, you would still be covered. Yeah. Um, it, the obviously intentional acts would be excluded. So if you uh, decided to burn your house down for the insurance money, right? companies generally don't look very kindly on that. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that would not be uh, something that would be insured. Okay. If, you did it intentionally. If you didn't do it intentionally, if you just left the stove running by accident, then yes. House burns down. Right. Even though it's clearly my fault, I'm, I'm good to Absolutely, go. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do I have here? What about, let's go, let's take that scenario a little bit further. Sure. And uh, I'm, I drive my car into my garage and I hit the corner of it, right? Mm -hmm. So now I got damaged to my car, I got damaged to my house. How does that work? Do I, you know, I've got separate coverages for them. Do I have two deductibles? So right now you're looking at a situation where you theoretically have an at-fault accident and a homeowner's claim. Okay. So unfortunately, the answer to that is yes. You would have two different claims and two different deductibles would apply. Okay. You know, if a tree came down through your garage and hit your car, same deal. You know, your, your car... Is a, separate policy. is a separate policy than your home, and and both would be impacted by that, and you'd have two separate claims, even though it was one occurrence. One occurrence, sure. And then I hear all this time about bundling and make sure you bundle, get the best rates, you know, bundle your home and your auto and all that. Just talk to me a little bit about that. Why should I bundle? How do I bundle? What else can I bundle besides home and auto? Home, auto, umbrella, uh, generally the, the three we see. Okay. Um, it. It's definitely something important. I mean, you're you're obviously saving money up front, but uh, insurance companies they view you as a relationship. You know, you you want to establish a relationship with this company, and uh, the longer you're with them, and the more lines you have with them, the more business you do with them, they're going to look more favorably on you. Obviously, uh, in a fifty-fifty claim that could go either way, is now all of a sudden going to go your way because of the relationship you have with your company. You know, you and I going to to Quincy Mutual event yep. uh, and and meeting those guys and establishing your relationship that's that's how they want to view everybody you know they want to have a good relationship that is with... it is nice to deal with the local people so Absolutely. you can actually see yeah. the people you know Absolutely. i think that that is part of the local business thing is know mm -hmm. who you're dealing with be able to sit down and talk to them and say hey i know this 
claim might be a little bit unique, but here's what happened. Right. You know, and this is legitimately what happened. And you, you've known me for 10 years. I've never put in a claim before. Sure. Right? Exactly. These exactly. are real conversations that, that can happen with your insurance company. Definitely. Yeah. Um, trampolines. Yes. Covered, not covered. How does yes. that work? This man? one People, sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> this one sounds a little familiar. <laughs> so, um, so trampolines, um, not every company likes them. Okay. Some do. Uh, some are okay with it. You do want to make sure you have the net around it. And, um, and it's a fun, obviously I had a trampoline growing up too. It was, okay. it was a blast. We loved yeah. it. But uh, I remember, you know, once I got to around the age of probably 16, and this might be a little advice for yourself here. Um, <laughs> I may you know, my or dad, may not have gotten a trampoline for my son for Christmas. <laughs> my dad, uh, yeah, he, he took the, the trampoline down when he started seeing um, some parties maybe around the house because he just didn't want to deal with a potential liability suit. And, yeah. Um, that's definitely, you know. It could be a problem. could be a yeah. problem. And, and the best risk mitigation tool is supervision. So, I mean, if you're watching your kids out there, you got the net around the thing, chances are all is going to be well. Yep. So. Okay. Um, what about liability? Uh, that's part of the policy, um, you know, slip and fall type of stuff. Talk to me just a little bit about the liability portion of a homeowner's policy. So liability policy um, off-premises, is that what you're? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah, so on or off. Yeah. Right? I, you know, there's dog. So bite, everybody there's... thinks. So yeah, sure. I mean, everybody thinks your liability policy is just something that you're, you're, uh, you're insuring on premises. You know, your slip and falls on premises. Um, somebody is a guest of your home and your dog bites them. Um, yes, that is that is all covered. That's um, just part of your standard homeowner's insurance policy. There's a yes. Liability. There's a little caveat to the dog bite thing that we'll get into later. Okay. But um, but off premises, you know, people never really think about liability off premises. So, you know, say you and Max are going down to Turner Park, and yep. um, you know, you're you're playing a little uh, little batting practice, you know, and yep. and Max just belts one, you know, he hits one country mile, it hits the lady walking her dog. Oh boy, what do we what do we do here? She right. comes after you for damages. What are we gonna do? That's covered in your homeowner's policy. Now, uh, if Max were to get a little frustrated and take that baseball bat and go to her car yeah. and go to town in her car, that would not be something covered. That would be an intentional act, which we talked about earlier. That would not be, uh, okay. not be covered. All right. Let's just quickly, because we're coming up against the end of the show, but the dog bite thing. That's sure. definitely a real yes, thing. Definitely. So there's really three breeds of dogs, um, Rottweiler, Doberman, Pitbull, that most companies, if not all companies, will exclude. Okay. Um, but you do actually have a safe haven for that. Uh, if you have one of those dogs, the Mass Fair Plan uh, does provide coverage for that. But the key is you always want to be honest with your insurance company because if you're lying in the application, you say you don't have one of those dogs and you actually do, then a claim happens and all of a sudden yeah. they're going to exclude coverage from misrepresentation. Okay. But just being honest with your insurance company about a trampoline, about a dog, and um, just being upfront with everything is the best way to do it because there is a home for everything. Beautiful. Well, thanks so much, man. We're coming up against the break here. Just quickly, if people have additional questions for you, how do they reach you? Uh, you can call me. You can email me. Uh, cell phone's 413-636-7806. Email jackdowd at dowd.com. So much, man. This has been awesome, awesome. Tons of uh, information, and there's still a million more scenarios that can come up in insurance, but really appreciate you having, on the, having you on the show. Um, guys, if you have uh, real estate-related questions, you're thinking about getting into the business, you need help buying or selling, please feel free to reach out to me and my team, 413-998-7466. This is Steve Rivitz, and it's your Ring State News. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Steve Rivitz Show.